Welcome to Season 2 of the Pull Hook Golf Podcast. Here's your hosts, Matt Cook and Bobby Brown. Welcome back, everybody, to Pull Hook Golf, the podcast. I am your host, Matthew Cook. And this week, we are without the legend, the man himself, Mr. Bobby Brown. Now, the title of this episode is Down Goes Bobby. Down Goes Bobby. But as they say in Hollywood, the show must go on. So Bobby Brown, just to give you guys a quick update on him, he faced an injury. So if you were watching the Mayakoba Championship, which I'm not going to get into the whole, I actually, you know what? I do remember this. It is the Worldwide Technology championships at Mayakoba. That is an absolute mouthful, but Mr. Bobby Brown on Wednesday before the tournament actually threw out his back and he ended up uh, with a herniated disc, his L4 and L5. So he had to be flown back to Charleston. He ended up getting an injection. And if you are following along on social media, And last week's episode, which was an absolute debacle on my behalf, because, man, I was a bit loaded. Um, That is an understatement of the century. I was in New York for a bachelor party in New York City the weekend prior, and it was mine. Um, So I had a full week uh, to where had some different business things I had to take care of in the city as well, but then had a bridal shower for my fiance. So I had to show up with beautiful flowers. Um, I ended up being a part of several of the activities apparently um, and some of the games that they were playing with that said, all of a sudden I end up flying back um, yesterday, which yesterday was Wednesday Um, So we couldn't record the episode. Bobby was too injured to do it on Monday um, as well as, well, yesterday was Tuesday. So Tuesday the 8th. And normally we do record our episodes Tuesday evenings. Sure enough, uh, Bobby wasn't able to get it together tonight in terms of the pain that he was dealing with. So he said it was about a 7 to 8 on the pain scale. Couldn't even sit down. So Shout out to you, Mr. Bobby Brown. We miss you this week, and who knows? I have no idea how this episode is going to go because, first of all, if I want to take a sip, normally I can hit mute on the microphone and take a sip while Bobby's talking, but this week, you know, you guys are going to end up hearing me take a swig, but that's why Bushwood Spirits, I mean, this stuff is absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to try to get it into frame here. But the Stillwater Rye is what I am drinking tonight. Um, the perennial ryegrass out of Pebble Beach. That's what it talks about on the description on the side. And man, is this stuff good. And I'm telling you, get yourself a bottle and you're going to thank me later because both the Stillwater Rye and their bourbon is absolutely phenomenal. The private reserve on the bourbon side just You've got so much goodness in there. The cinnamon, the spices, it just really hits a new level. So cheers to you, Bushwood Spirits, for coming out with a golf-branded whiskey. Just phenomenal stuff. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm probably not going to do that too much this episode just because 
you know, we're not into the whole a ASM stuff. And if you don't know what that is, look it up because apparently people get paid for like weird noises being done on microphones. Have no idea. So anyways, long story short, we are going to have a really our normal episode. We're going to pretend that Bobby Brown is on the other side of this entire thing. I can't do accents, so I'm not going to be able to pretend that I am Bobby and that I'm throwing questions back and forth, but we're just going to let it fly, let it rip and see what we end up doing here tonight. Uh, but we're going to start off with my travel story on the way back from New York city. So as I mentioned, bachelor party week, then hopping into a bridal shower coming back though. I mean, the news has been talking about these three, um, <laughs> sicknesses so you got the flu you got some other three-letter um term that's out there and then really you've got covid coming all the way back again um so i'm sitting on the plane and i can't tell you how many people were sneezing coughing and just hacking up lungs the guy sitting next to me in the middle aisle was absolutely a disaster he showed up with a full roll of toilet paper. He's sitting there just gushing out of his nose for a four and a half hour flight. I'm sitting next to him. Luckily, I brought a, the, I, I don't even know what the term is, the KN95 mask, I believe it's called, like the medical grade one. And I'm like, I'm not going to wear this thing unless, you know, what everybody's telling me. And when I flew out, um, it wasn't bad at all on my fly out. Like everybody was doing okay. But man, this trip back from New York City to Phoenix was an absolute disaster. Everybody was sneezing. Everybody had a cold and cold. Uh, probably it was COVID or one of the others. Um, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, I hope this mask works. I really hope that, you know, when I purchased this on Amazon for like $85 during the pandemic, um, I really hope that it ended up uh, working out. So today I feel okay, but they say you never know. Could be three days down the road that I end up feeling like absolute garbage. Let's move beyond the New York City trip, though. I did hear that that episode last week was kind of comical. I, I've had some people chime in around that, um, which I don't remember. So kudos to just being able to get through that episode, apparently. But the Mayakoba Championship, or as I like to do the entire name, which I can't stand names this long for a title, but the Worldwide Technology Championships at Mayakoba. And let's recap that because the one call of the century that I had last week was that Tony Finau. I love Tony Finau. He's a Scottsdale guy out in Scottsdale, Arizona, and just an absolute positive human being. He's the way the human should be in life. Like this guy is a role model. He's an absolute gem of a person. But when you take off that amount of time before a golf tournament and you're out there, you got your sick dance moves, you're rocking your Air Jordan ones. And sure enough, I said, I go, not going to make the cut. He's not going to make the cut. Sure enough, Tony Finau did not make the cut. So cheers to you, Tony. I think you're going to have a pretty good rebound week this week, but uh, we'll dive into that in a little bit. I'm going to take a quick sip. God damn it. That Bushwood spirits is fantastic. All right. So Russell Henley ends up running away with this damn thing. This guy 
straight out of Georgia, just absolutely destroying everybody. I mean, he had a six shot lead going into Sunday ends up. I think he ends up winning by three or something like that. Uh, I'm not quite sure because Bobby's not here. Normally I would have thrown that one back on Bobby, but Russell Henley runs away with it. Then the story of the week though, which don't get it twisted with the whole Bobby injury heading back on Wednesday, but our boy, Troy Merritt, who Bobby caddies for week in and week out ends up, he played well there last year and sure enough shows up again. I did say at the beginning of the week, I'm like, watch out for Troy Merritt. And Bobby's like, Oh, we're jinxed. Well, apparently I just jinxed your injury because um, Troy went off and had a great week. He ends up tied for third. So does a gentleman named Brian Harmon, who Bobby's very high on as well. Little lefty absolutely just played his ass off out there. And then, Scotty Scheffler. Welcome back, Scotty. Scotty Scheffler comes back in strong and just dials it in and gets into that time for third. So guess what? This week, where is the golf tournament? Back in Texas. Where does Scotty Scheffler live and reside? And where does he play extremely well? Texas. So guess who my pick is going to be for this upcoming tournament that uh, starts tomorrow? Scotty Scheffler. So we do have the upcoming Cadence Bank Houston Open that is coming um, literally starting tomorrow, going through the weekend. That is going to take place at Memorial Park Golf Course. It sounds like a Muni course, to be honest with you. I've never been there, never seen the golf course. Can't tell you really much about it. But Scotty Scheffler, he is going to dominate this week. I just have a feeling he's going to play extremely well, especially after getting back into form. Um, at Mayakoba and having that nice weekend down in Mexico, but Scotty Scheffler, hey, here's cheers to you, Scotty Scheffler. So, damn that Bushwood Spirits. All right, moving forward. So, obviously, my pick this week is going to be Scotty Scheffler. Then I also noticed, I'm like, man are these fields better than in the past during the fall series? And I'm going to have this conversation with Bobby next week. Hopefully he's going to be back up and running because they got sea Island coming up that week. And he's aiming towards that because Troy's going to be playing in it. And he's like, if I, Hey man, if I can walk, I'm going to end up caddying and we're going to do the podcast. I was talking to him just a tiny bit, but I mean, every other word was, Oh God, that really hurt. So Definitely do not want to push Bobby in any way. So we may end up having a special interview guest next week. Um, and like I said, the show must go on. But Bobby, you are missed this week because people, the poor audience, they just have to deal with me right now. And I really feel for them. I can't believe I'm even doing this, to be quite honest with you. I've only done a podcast with a co-host and with guests. So this is an entirely new experience. I am terrified. I just want everybody to know that. Absolutely terrified right now. I I, I hope I just get absolutely destroyed for this one. Um, Matt, we don't want you ever doing it alone again. Hopefully that's the case because I really want Bobby back. I really want everybody to be um, <laughs> coming onto the show to save me from having to do this. But the uh, cadence, is it cadence? It's cadence. Cadence Bank, Houston Open, Scotty Scheffler. I wouldn't bet the house on it, um, but he is the favorite. I, I'm not really saying anything too crazy there. Um, 
no, I do not think Tony Fino is going to miss the cut again. I think he got back into form, rubbed up a little bit of rust last week, and now he's going to be bringing the heat once again. Um, Taylor Montgomery, and that's, uh, that is a name that you can watch out for as well. Um, he's brought it full circle. He, Bobby's been talking about him. Um, now, there has been another big piece of news. And that is, and this is it's kind of big, Tiger Woods is coming back. Now, he announced that he's going to play in his golf tournament, the Hero World Challenge. So up until this point, we just heard announcements of the Capital Ones, the match, to where he's going to be participating in that. But this is going to be his first pro tournament in quite some time. Um, obviously, last year playing in a couple of the major championships. But what can we really expect to see from Tiger Woods? This is going to be a, hey, let me get the rust off before the Capital won the match because he doesn't want to embarrass himself. He wants to certainly give Justin Thomas, and if you've heard the exchanges between him and Justin Thomas, he looks at Justin Thomas like a little brother. He picks on him like you would not believe. So Tiger does not want to go out there and embarrass himself. He's been watching Charlie play, and it's probably pretty motivating to see his little man just absolutely tearing it up out there. So he wants to get back into it, wants to knock off the rust. What's the easiest way to do that? His tournament down in Albany, the Bahamas, and he loves that golf course. Not a very difficult golf course, and he's going to get the rust off, but Honestly, don't expect much from him going down to Albany. That's going to take place December 1st through the 4th. So December 1st through the 4th, we've got the Hero World Challenge. Really looking forward to that, um, getting Tiger back into the action. And then Capital One's the match. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. I mean, just take the best player in golf, Adam would add him with Tiger Woods, and you have a great team to go up against Justin Thomas, who, let's face it, had, wasn't really in form last year, came back and won the PGA Championship. But outside of that, I mean, he was always hanging around. I mean, obviously had a good year, but not the year that he really wanted. You know, he really was in a position to take off and to dominate in a lot of ways and to really kind of get up to that number one um, spot in the world. But we ended up seeing that come from Cam Smith, who obviously diverted to live golf. With that team, though, you've got Jordan Spieth, the resurrection of Jordan Spieth. So JT, Jordan Spieth, best friends, everybody. If you are in the golf space, you have seen the picture of the two of them as I think like 13-year-old kids sitting there eating a sandwich after one of their junior AJGA events. Um, so best friends for a very, very long time. You've got Tiger and Rory going up against those two. I'm actually pretty interested in this. This is going to be fun because now we're going to see some banter. And JT can, you know, JT can give it. And JC, JT certainly uh, takes it, especially when it's coming from Tiger. So Tiger really kind of opens up when he's around JT, gives him shit. And that's going to be a fun thing to watch. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. That's going to happen on December 10th. So again, Tiger's going to use the Hero World Challenge 
brush off some of the rust, get ready for Capital One's The Match. That's going to be really entertaining. I'm interested to see how Rory does. Like, what is going to be the interactions between Rory and JT, uh, JT and Spieth? I mean, this should have the makings. And I don't know if they've got Charles Barkley signed on or not, but man, he adds so much to the Capital One, the match. I mean, all of his interactions, if everybody remembers when Tom Brady was out there and Barkley starts shitting on him, and then all of a sudden Brady holds out from the fairway, just lightning stuff out of Charles Barkley. He absolutely dominates that entire format. And I do kind of, I think it was a mistake by LiveGov not to offer him like $300 million um, to end up being a broadcaster over there because that would have been absolutely hilarious. Could you imagine Charles Barkley and David Faraday just absolutely, I mean, the two comedics going back and forth with one-liners, and that's exactly what Live Golf is. I mean, it's a one-liner. Depending on how you look at it, it is shot after shot after shot. Phil Mickelson even had a tough time when he was broadcasting on there talking about how challenging it was to actually speak and get storylines out there because of how fast the action was happening. Oh, I've talked a lot. Hang on one second. Damn you, Bushwood spirits. Still want to ride is something of genius, man. I'm telling you, get that. Uh, we don't have a promo code yet, or else I would have added it here tonight. Um, I got to keep on them about that. I know they're a new, newer brand, but gosh, that stuff is good. We really got to get our audience to uh, get a taste of that because you're, if you like whiskey, you're gonna love this stuff. If you love bourbon, if you love rye, and I'm not a huge bourbon guy. But that bourbon that they sent, that private reserve, holy cow, that thing is so dang good. That's the best bourbon I've ever had in my life. I mean, the rye whiskey, that's my cup of tea. I love that. So I was really happy when I got home after this trip to be able to sit down. In, I mean, it's cold out here in Scottsdale, Arizona, too. I mean, it's like 45 degrees at night. Um, today was a little bit rainy, so I had the fireplace on. You know, I got to pop a little bit of, of the uh, bullet, rye, the um, not, not the bullet rye. So bullet rye was the previous generation of what I would drink. And as soon as I got a taste of this, I'm like, oh, wow, I've really upgraded here to a higher level. I mean, it's that much better. I'm um, sorry, bullet, but it, it really is. That's still water rye. If I had that in front of the fireplace, I'm sitting there taking some sips. I can't wait till this stuff is mainstream to where I can get it in a bar. Um, so I was drinking a lot of other stuff, uh, this past week. And really, I would have loved to have some of this Bushwood spirits and the Stillwater rye, the bourbon. Gosh, I could go on and on. Hang on one second. I got to take another sip. I've been talking about it so much. That's delicious. All right, moving forward. Now, Bobby clued me in and I don't want everybody to have to wait. Till next week, but we'll dive into it in detail when Bobby comes back on. We'll get into more and more of the live golf drama because Bobby's got some inside sources there. Anonymous sources, but inside sources nonetheless, and trusted anonymous sources that uh, keep bringing the heat when it comes to all the drama that's going on right now. So, first of all, Matt Wolf, 
He is leaving the high flyers. He is leaving Team Mickelson. He said goodbye. This team sucks. We couldn't even hold a candle to these guys. So sure enough, he's bouncing. And apparently there were some personality issues that went on with that team. Um, So he is bouncing. He's gone. He is moving over to, get this, he's heading to Smash GC, which is a.k.a. Team Kepka. So he's going to join Brooksy. He's going to be taking Peter Uline's spot there because if you remember from uh, last week or the week prior, like I said, last week was a blur, so I'm not even sure what happened on that episode. But when we talked about some of these shifts and changes going on with Taylor Gooch and then Peter Uline taking his place on the four aces, we do have a great scenario now to where Matthew Wolf is jumping in to smash GC is going to be joining the Kepka brothers as well as let's face it. I don't know who that fourth player is on smash GC right now. I just had a blank. Um, the fourth player on smash GC, gosh, this is going to kill me. It's at the tip of my tongue. It is somebody who might get booted when they bring over more, uh, players. No, I'm kidding. They have, oh gosh, I'm going to get back to that because that's going to come back to me now, Greg Norman. And he's dealing with a lot of this drama and everything. They're playing it well. I mean, they're playing it as, oh, this is what you get with teams. This is free agency. These are trades that are going on. So well done there. But Greg comes out and he's like, we need seven more players. He didn't clarify where they're coming from, but he also didn't clarify who's getting booted. What about these young kids that decided to go take the paycheck and go play on live golf. What's going to happen with them? Like who's getting the boot? Now those seven players, we already know one of them who's going over. That's Mito Pereira. So you've got Mito's going. I just heard today that Tyrell Hatton is another one that is going. That one makes sense to me. Like that's, that's a guy that makes complete sense. Somehow he's going to end up going on to, one of the European teams and he's probably going to find a great spot there because let's face it with the fiery temper that he has, is he going to win a bunch of tournaments on the PGA tour? I don't want to say no, but at the same time, him going over to live golf is probably a good move. It's kind of like some of those other moves that we've looked at and been like, no, that, that kind of makes sense. So kudos to him. Go take your money. Go over to Live Golf. I mean, he's going to be a fiery personality, so that's probably going to be pretty good for entertainment purposes. And can you imagine him on a team of having to deal with that personality? And I don't know him outside of seeing him on TV, seeing him playing golf tournaments and so forth. So I don't really know what his personality is like outside of that. But man, if he all of a sudden throws a temper tantrum, it costs the team a championship, or let's say that it costs the team in general, anything, like spots, money, that captain is going to be pretty pissed off. So that's just going to add more drama 
And I almost feel like Netflix screwed up by doing the entire uh, documentary that they're doing on the PGA tour instead of live golf, because <laughs> this is going to be just like a soap opera. I, it has the absolute makings for it. People are just losing their damn minds out there left and right. So it's going to be pretty interesting moving forward. Um, I'll leave another uh, thing that Bobby mentioned to me um, about Pat Perez. He will bring that up next week on the episode. I'll leave that one for Bobby, but just know that not everything was reported correctly around that deal and some of the stuff that's going on there. So very exciting to be in a position right now to where we're in November. Like, think about this. We're in November. We're in the heart of football season. The World Series just wrapped up. Basketball, the NBA has just started. And yet, we have all this stuff to discuss and go over in golf. This is pretty fucking awesome. And it makes it fun to be in media doing this and talking about golf. I mean, you normally only get this in other sports like the baseball free agency is like you got Scott Boris at GM meetings, throwing his mouth around. Um, and like, we're kind of in the same boat right now from a golf perspective. This normally doesn't happen in golf. Normally everything is tied down after the final major, you, you know, some people still buy into the FedEx cup and everything. And that gets a little bit. And then, you know, people start to go on their vacations and they start to, tone it down and then you know they're relaxing and then they start to get ready the following year leading up to the masters and then the season starts again but the season really hasn't come to a close and i know they talk about and they the golf media and some of the big media conglomerates do talk about the fact that it's important to get off to an early start but really normally we're kind of done talking about golf and then the next thing you know, we're in Hawaii and those tournaments are taking place and everything starts kind of then, but this has not stopped. This is a great time to be in golf and to be a fan of golf, because whether you love the PGA tour, whether you love live golf, whether you're in the middle, whether you hate them both <laughs> doesn't really matter. There's so much going on. There's so much action. And I really do think that it's good for the good for the game. People will argue with this all day long and say that, you know, live golf is terrible for the sport and everything like that. I think it adds another dynamic. And I mentioned this uh, again. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode. I have no idea because of the situation that I was in then. But I will say this. The team aspect, I hope they go all in. I really do. I hope they get rid of any individual tournaments, anything that is going to overly benefit individual players. I think it was necessary to transition and to still hold a lot of interest, but I would just love to see Live Golf go down the path to where the teams are the only thing that matters now. The teams are where this is going to differentiate itself. 
I mean, you look at it in every team sport, there's always going to be some type of clubhouse drama, things that go on with the team, personalities that don't mix, they clash. All of a sudden you got trades, you've got free agency. Like this is going to be fun, folks. And this is dealing with golf. I really hope they get it correct because this could end up being a really great time in golf and in sports because the individual golf tournaments that like I'm going to watch a PGA tour end of story. It is just a great product and they're going to build up the next Dustin Johnson. They're going to build up the next Brooks Kepka. They're going to get better at it too, because they're going to have to, and they still have just the upper echelon of players. But with that said, you know, these personalities and these guys that are leaving for live golf, there's a certain personality type that is going over there. Let's, let's put it that way. And it's entertaining. And maybe Netflix part two, after their PGA tour um, series comes out, will be live golf. I think it would be really interesting and really telling to see based off of what I'm hearing around all the drama that's going on and what took place over literally, what was it seven events? It was seven events. And yet there's all this drama already. Can you imagine an entire year next year? Unbelievable. It's going to be an absolute blast. So we did miss Bobby tonight. I certainly fucking miss Bobby tonight. Jesus Christ. I, I, I don't know how I got through this episode. No idea. But one last drink here before we head off. Oh, damn. Bushwood Spirits. Just a delicious. Absolutely delicious. Rye whiskey. Their bourbon's fantastic. And I just found out from them, too, that there is the Whiskey Festival happening in Scottsdale this Saturday. Scottsdale, Arizona, Whiskey Festival. What festival? Did I say that correctly? God, I, I don't think I said that right. Whiskey Festival this Saturday. I believe there's a VIP option at 2 o'clock. So going to be purchasing that. I've got to go over there. I mean, I got to see what it's all about. They say you can get 20, 20 whiskey tastings. I hope to God people are Ubering because that sounds like an absolute debacle. But I want to see it. So I'm going to head over there Saturday at 2 o'clock. Whiskey Festival. I know Bushwood Spirits. Um, the owner's going to be over there. So I believe they're going to probably have a setup. So if you want to try out Bushwood Spirits, definitely get over there, do that. And uh, again, I have no idea how I made it through this episode. I don't know how I made it through the last episode. Let's be perfectly honest. I mean, last episode is probably more surprising um, because of my condition at that point in time more so than this this was just terrifying absolutely terrifying so bobby get well buddy rest up that back it was painful to even talk i cringed i cringed like five times talking to bobby tonight because we talked for five minutes 
and there was probably about 25 oh, oh, type of moments and i felt terrible i was like oh that's not good and we kept a really brief but i mean kudos to him what a warrior just absolutely trying to get ready for next week um heading to sea island so we will uh we're gonna keep it real keep the show moving as they say in hollywood the show has gotta go on and that is all for tonight so i appreciate everybody who listened the audience and i apologize that it was just me can't wait for bobby to come back and I've probably said that 27 times now. So, Bobby, get well, come back stronger than ever, and down goes Bobby. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to Season 2 of the Pull Hook Golf Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and go to www.pullhookgolf.com for more information.